Okay, so really, it's like a practical um, talk. Um, um, I want us to practice prophecy at the end of this. I want us to see um, the value of our speech um, and how much, like it was saying in Proverbs, like what we say can bring life or death into situations, into our lives, into other people's lives, into our workplace, just everywhere. Um, so on your tables are newspapers, and it's kind of the, there's only one per table. But if you just have like a little quick read for a moment, um, and I'd like just to, if you just kind of absorb almost what is in the papers, there's one there, um, because I think it's a really good um, example of the opposite of prophecy um, in the media and stuff. So I'll give you a moment just to read. Okay, so I hope you get the picture. Um, I find when I look at the media and I look at society and what everyone's saying about each other, it's quite negative. And um, everyone chooses to look at the negative. Everyone chooses to be critical. There's not a headline that's positive. It's always a negative slant on a situation or on a, a person or on like an incident. Um, and I think um, as the world speaks like that, we're called to be totally different. Um, and two weeks ago, Jono started talking about like, what's happening, and he looked at um, structures in the world that we put our faith in. So he looked at stuff like government and finances and housing and all the things the world says are structures we can trust. He, um, Jono was saying that God's word says actually they're not structures we can trust, they're shakeable. Um, and I've got this construction scaffolding up. And for me, it kind of illustrates what the world does. The world sort of puts these false structures up of money and like housing and all these things that they think is really important. And they build their house on this, but it's actually not strong. Um, and I think, um, for me, like the woods that the guys are standing on, to an extent, that sort of, for me, represents what we speak, because it's part of it, what we speak and what we think. If it's negative, um, just adds to this structure of negativity and of falseness around us, you know? So if we sort of invest our words um, into critical, negative, worldly things, like the media would want us to do, and we build our house on something that isn't strong. So, and also, so in Proverbs it says, um, the tongue brings life and death, right? So society says death, but Jesus is life, right? So if we meditate on him, if we just literally, like it says, fix our eyes on Jesus, then out of our heart, good things will flow. Um, personally, my own experience, I was quite like a negative person a couple of years ago. So literally, if I did one thing wrong in my head, I'd be like, oh, you're such an idiot. And any, like, during any one day, I'd say I'm an idiot about 45 times, like mentally, like I drop a pen, oh, you're so stupid, oh, you're so this. Um, and out of my heart, out of that place of being like meditating on badness in the world, I was speaking death over myself and death over situations and not life. So as opposed to um, seeing the goodness in the bad, I was always picking up the bad in myself or the bad in others. Um, and I think Jesus, he was so countercultural on that when he came to earth. He was um, just the opposite, wasn't he? He spoke truth and not what was true. Um, okay, and also I think he brought freedom. So the next slide is cross and um, the construction site. So I think Christ came just to free us from that um, structure, from what the world says we should be doing, from the lies in our heads and the lies we speak over ourselves. He came to give us like freedom and to 
um, just to expose the, what we were like sewing into, right? Um, so yeah, like so, women at the wall, for example, was a great was a great one where he saw her, and he knew all about her past, but he chose not to go into that. He called her out to be more than what she than, than what she thought she was, and more than what circumstances said she was. Um, and then she went on to tell people about him and was changed and transformed. And to me, that's a transformation in the mind that Christ brings as well. Um, Yeah, Proverbs is just really full about how important our words are. Like Proverbs 12, 6 says, words of the godly saves lives. Um, or Proverbs 18, 4 says, wise words are like deep waters of wisdom and flows from the wise. Wait, no, wise words are like deep waters. Um, yeah, and they flow from the wise like a bubbling brook. Um, so when you meditate on God and when you have Christ really up in you, you know, then out of you comes goodness and out of you comes joy and you're not um, sort of investing in these sort of structures that are worldly. Um, and so I think part of that is prophesying. So when you're in a bad situation and when you're with people and when the world is saying one thing, I think prophesying goodness into that situation is really, um, I, th- I find really helpful. And so just on the practical thing we're going to do now, um, it's just a bit of reading God's word, praying, and then prophesying over the person next to you. Um, because I think sometimes you see, you see the truth in people, we see what's true. So I'm a late person sometimes, um, and that is true of me. But the truth is I'm a daughter of God, and you know, I'm a mighty warrior, and I'm saved by grace, and there's all these truths about me. And I think it's important for us to focus on the truth, and we all know truths about ourselves in God's word because it's full of them. So I just want us to practice prophesying, really. Um, so if we get into pairs, maybe, and um, maybe let's pray about it first and then see if God's saying anything to you about the person you're praying for and prophesying over uh, and just use his word. Have a look over his word. I like Psalms for that. Psalms is full of amazing truths about everybody. Um, so if you're stuck, like go to the Psalms and pray over that and then prophesy what you think God is saying to you for that person. Um, because, oh yeah, um, prophecy. Because prophecy, I think, is a jargon word. Um, before I was a Christian, I thought prophecy was really like, just really super holy, you know? Like, oh, I see you, I don't know, doing this, X, Y, and Z, and they can sort of see into the future. I think I saw prophecy as something really holy people did. They see into the future, they're psychic. And actually, God isn't saying that's what prophecy is. That's what we've decided. It's like, like speaking God's word over situations, that is prophecy because that is a truth. Um, yeah. That's it. Um, so let's get into Perth.